This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. From the Willow Window Broadcast Center. Willow Window. Making your home beautiful again with replacement windows, doors, and decks. Online at willowwindow.pro. Now live from NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, here's Truman Jones. Good morning, Rutherford County. We're all hoping the storm has passed through this morning. And uh, we sat over in Sylvan Park and watched the wind blow and the rain kind of go swishing by, but uh, for the most part, most people just live in their lives the way they always do, and I have a special guest on, Mr. Ann's Wishing, and that is a great last name, but I can't get the A-N-S. Now, was Mama going to uh, give you a name and this got caught short in the middle or what happened a-n-s yeah i think she was trying to punish me for the rest of my life but because i've had to go through this every time i meet someone but i'm actually (laughs) i'm glad i'm not uh i I didn't get away from it (laughs) (laughs) i'm actually named after my grandfather my Uh who his name was anselm oh and it was shortened to ants uh-huh uh, and it's an it's an old it's actually an old European name Anselm. There's Anselm. Yeah. So nobody here has ever heard of it. But yeah. Yeah. Well, of course, uh, I met your mom, and and she's here, and uh, she she grabbed me one day as I was going down the lobby, and she says, "I want my son to be on your show," and I said, "All right, we will do that," and she caught me. I, I was so booked ahead of time she caught me again said how come he's not on your show yet so i said i promise you i'm going to get him on as soon as the first opening comes on and uh you have a great background you you really do you're not from this area correct uh where were you born I was born in uh, springville new york which is western new york right Uh in the heart of the snow belt uh-huh. People hear about snow in Buffalo, and then where I'm from, you just add a couple feet to it. You're a kid. Every time they talk, yeah, we're right in the smack dab. It's a big farm town, uh, more dairy cattle than people. So that's where you know, people think of New York City. Well, this is, you know, I'd been to New York City one time, you know, prior to you know, college. So New York City was foreign to me. Mm-hmm. And... Um, so uh, yeah, I left. Uh, I left Western New York. I uh, went to college in Florida, uh, a flight school similar to MTSU. Wow. Always wanted to fly. Always wanted to be a pilot. Mm-hmm. And uh, went through flight training. Accepted in the Navy. I think the standard. They must have lowered their standards. Got a f- uh, flying slot in the Navy and went through Pensacola. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
became a C-130 pilot uh, out of, in the Philippines, married my high school sweetheart, went to the Philippines, and uh, eventually uh, came back to Pensacola as a flight instructor. Mm-hmm. Uh, got hired by American Airlines, and they had a base at the time in the late 80s, early 90s in uh, Nashville. And I did not want to move to any of the American Airlines bases like Dallas, New York, Chicago, L.A. Yeah. And it was a small base in Nashville, and we came up here one time to look at it. And from the first person we met, we fell in love with it, and we said, we're moving here. Yeah. And uh, we thought it would be a short-term thing because it was such a small base. It was limited opportunities to fly bigger airplanes and mm-hmm. fly international, things like that. Well, um, I've learned that you can't make your plans too solid, I guess, or uh, for you know you got to you got to make plans, but you never know what God has in store for you. But American Airlines closed their base, and I really should have moved. And we've talked over the years about which base we're going to move to, but that yeah. was that was 28 years ago now. So this is home as far as I'm concerned, and we I'm glad we, you're here. We love it here. Yeah, yeah, raised our kids here. And, yeah, yeah. And you and you know Jimmy Taylor. I know Jimmy Taylor. Jimmy, yeah, we were just talking about that before the show started. And uh, Jimmy Taylor was my boss. He was the admiral of flight training when I was in the Navy. I was a, when I was an instructor in Pensacola. I never knew him at that time because you never wanted to know who that person was. Yeah. If you did, you were usually in trouble or did something wrong. I so. was always uneasy around people who had a higher rank than me. <laughs> yeah. Funny how that works, but uh, I had the uh, the opportunity to meet Jimmy at my chiropractor's office because mm-hmm. he he also went there and and uh, yeah made that acquaintance after all those years and yeah what a great guy yeah he fi- he kind of fits in the uh, the type of community that we live in because he he's just Jimmy Taylor now we all know that. Uh, he has had experience far beyond so many people uh, that uh, live in this country, but he is just a regular guy. And I think that's one of the attractions for people when they come in here because we love everybody. We we, we want to make friends, and we want to continue on with all those friendships. And, and when you talk to him about things that are so incredible, that he was able to do in his lifetime, and, and, and then he, he would just sit and, and enjoy everything that you have to relate back to him. He's, he, he's really special. Well, yeah, I think, um, you know, it just kind of goes back to um, learning and, and, and knowing history. I mean, that's, he's, a, he's a walking, uh, you know, military history yeah. uh you know, just tremendous amount of inf- information, statistics, and yeah. uh, what what he's done, and you know, it, yeah, it's uh, a kind of person that that uh, yeah, it's great to have around. I think that I hold you up. Well, I know I do uh, at a high level because all the things that you have accomplished since. Uh, in your young years, you, uh, you hardly have a gray hair in your in your head. <laughs> and and uh, I, I used to, my wife and I had a, a condo that sat right on the beach uh, down in uh, uh, in the Gulf, 
And I would actually see you guys come flying by a lot of times. In fact, the air airways were full of, of a, Navy planes. Navy and there. Air Force, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of a lot of military aviation down there on the Gulf Coast. Yeah. And, and uh, I, I would just sit there and, and just enjoy the day. Have your own air show. Yeah, well, yeah. I didn't even have to pay for right, it, which right. was great. Yeah, a, but you... Um, you fly for American Airlines still. Yes. And uh, I have flown American. Uh, it was a great airline. But you guys have taken a beating because of this virus. I mean, it's just unbelievable. Um, how in the world have you been able to manage to stay in the airways with so many limitations that are being put on you? Well, it's a it's a good question. I I certainly don't know the answer to it. Um, you know, there has been government funding, which is has we've had to have that lifeline. Yeah, and we're still losing twenty five to thirty million dollars a day, and that's primarily primarily because of our international travel is just non-existent, and that's where the the big big major airlines, not counting Southwest, you mm -hmm. know, they they make the majority of our money on international travel. Yeah, and I was just telling you that I, I've been flying back and forth just recently to France, carrying, mm -hmm. you know, a dozen people back and forth on a, an airplane that holds 300 people. So, just can't make, can't survive for long doing that. So we're just hoping and praying that things open up and the European Union opens up in June, like they're, they're hope, they're saying they're going to, and get things back to some kind of normal, normalcy with the airlines. Has there been more pressure put on the airlines since the change of our president just recently? Uh, you have uh, one particular uh, political group that seems to be completely in charge right now. Um, do you feel comfortable with what's going on as far as how this country is growing? Uh, both politically and financially, uh, all those particular areas. Wow, that's quite a question. Uh, <laughs> I, guess, I guess the short answer would be no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel comfortable with any of it. And yeah. that's, that's, that's a big reason for what, I, where, what I've been spending most of my time on lately and what yeah. I've been trying to, trying to get started here in uh, Middle Tennessee. Well, you're in a what I consider a conservative state. And uh, it has been as far back as I can remember. Even even when Democrats were conservative here in, in the state, uh, um, they, uh, a lot of times, um, w of course, we were called, uh, we weren't called Democrats. We were called Dixiecrats which uh, has a, a different flavor to it, you might say, the name itself. But uh, this is one state that really um, doesn't go along with the liberal com concepts. It, it hits us in a negative way. And, and I think that you're, you're in a state here, in the state of Tennessee, but in, uh, almost all the way from uh, west to east, that uh, the conservative outlooks uh, contains uh, patriotism, uh, work ethics, uh, a, a lot of things that 
you have to earn because you're in a, in a free state where you can grow with whichever direction you want to go in. And it, 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 it goes all the way back to the beginning uh, of each particular state, how they're rooted and everything like that. But some of the states have just completely gone out of sight, and I don't understand how they've been able to accept the, the, the type of uh, uh, change that's going on in this country. It really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And uh, I know that airline pilots... You guys, I always, I've told Jimmy this, I've told some of the other pilots. You guys, I, I really uh, admire the things that you do because um, when you go up in that plane every day, uh, you're going to do something different when you go up there. And you all have a, strength, a really strong belief, especially like you, you were in the Navy before you got into commercial flying and things like that. And you guys are structured. Um, you have a, a strong belief in this country and what it means. And I, I, I am so, we're blessed to have you guys. We yeah. really are. You know, and like you said, Tennessee is a conservative state. And yeah, yeah there's no doubt about that. Uh, you can just look at Look at the numbers. Look at the way we vote, mm -hmm. and <clears throat> you see these so so much of a huge influx right now from a lot of these other you know they're what you consider liberal states. We're yeah. having a lot of in, in, influx from the Northeast and even from California, and um, those people want to come here for what we have. And I mm -hmm. think a lot of, I think a, a lot of those people that are coming here are conservative people. There, there, there are a lot of conservative New Yorkers and Californians that want to get out. Mm -hmm. So people, you know, I don't, I don't think we have to be afraid that Tennessee is going to just flip over and, you know, yeah, be, become a, you know, a liberal state and, you know, in a, in a short period of time. I'm kind mm -hmm. of encouraged by what I see with the numbers, but at the same time, um, I feel like here in Tennessee we almost live in a little bit of a vacuum. Because we do have it so good here, yeah. you know, we have it so good in Tennessee, and and you know, I don't consider myself any any smarter or wiser than anybody else, but I just I feel like I've had certain life experiences mm -hmm. that have given me given me some knowledge or wisdom or vision that I wouldn't have otherwise. You know, growing up, you know. Mom makes you eat your, uh, you know, peas and carrots, and says, "Well, you know, there's starving kids in China that would love to have, you know, love to eat that." Yeah. And you, go, yeah, okay, whatever. And uh, you know, you grow up in a, in America, and and you're just kind of hidden from the rest of the world. And I feel like that's how we are in Tennessee right now, mm -hmm. where we don't really see how fast things are changing, how rapidly things are changing. Uh, you know, crazy what's going on in New York, crazy what's going on in California, but it's knocking on our doors, our, our door right now. Mm -hmm. This, uh, you know, the things that are, that they're trying to change, it just, like you said, just don't make any sense. So, 
And I don't think things are going to make sense. I think we're being deceived. You know, it's a, I think we're in very, you know, spiritual, biblical times right now that yeah. we have to be so careful not to be deceived. We, and, um, you know, I, I was not a political person by any means. Um, I think it was, well, I know it was, we got over to the Philippines. I was young, just got married. And, uh, you know, my lifetime had been spent, you know, in school and learning to fly and just had it, had this one vision, you know, laser vision that I wanted to fly. I wanted to be a military pilot, wanted to be an airline pilot. And then I get over to the Philippines and go, what in the world is this? Yeah. You know, this is National, Ge- Ge- National Geographics, you know, yeah. magazine. People really live like this. You know, these are these are dirt floored huts with with uh, thatch roofs yeah. and loincloths. I mean, I said, how could this be? How could this be possible? So I started to read up a little bit and learn about what was going on in in the Philippines. And it was after some you may remember it was the the Marcos regime, which was a you know a typical brutal third world dictatorship. Yeah. And uh, the people, he just, you know, if you want to hear about, you know, socialism or communism, you know, come and talk to me. Um, these people had nothing. They tur- they gave everything they had to the government, and then the government will give them, you know, just a little bit to survive. Uh, their free their free voting, uh, their free elections and voting was going and uh, into a booth with a piece of paper paper and a pencil and you fill out fill out the names with a guy standing next to you with an m16 to your head mm-hmm. that's that was their free elections and uh anyway um you know so years go on and and i've just had this in the back of my mind where i would see you know i'm flying down to south america and venezuela another country that i used to love to fly to yeah and to watch the rapid, incredible change of one of the most um, oil-wealthy, wealthy nations in the world just be destroyed by socialism. Yeah. These people are absolutely impoverished down there, you know, and, um, and it's because of, because of the government. And again, we just... We don't know how good we have it here. We don't know, you know, that, you know, it was Benjamin Franklin that said, you know, what kind of a, what kind of a, a government have you given us? And he came out after the, after the uh, Continental Congress that was forming the Declaration mm-hmm. or the Constitution and said, I've given you a republic if you can keep it. Well, we've kept it a long time. We've kept it a long time, longer than any other nation, any other free nation in the world. I guess there, that can be disputed. There's a couple little islands, I guess, but yeah. um, but really, you know, I, I just feel like we are absolutely, absolutely on the verge of uh, of uh, of a time like we haven't been in since I would say pre-Civil War. You know, with the the division that's taken place and the the, the rapid, rapid changes of our government. Well, you know, Churchill was not far off when uh, he said the biggest weakness of a democratic government is the voters. Yeah, It's us. 
and uh, it seems like that that uh, there are people who want a division in this country that have been able to get into their minds and into their hearts. Um, and as far as I'm concerned, um, some of the education going on in this country is partly to, br to blame. Uh, but I, the news media itself, I mean, who in the world would have ever thought that they would have a news media in this country that would be in a position to change people's minds, to brainwash, you might say. Oh, yeah. And that's the only education they're getting right now, the people in, in this country. And you have to have a strong sense of history to, to really see what's going on right now. Well, we're... You know, we're we're getting the type of government that that we want. We're getting the type of government that people want. Uh, you know, that we we vote for it. We vote for these people. We allow this to happen. Yeah. So, um, if people it, understand what socialism is or communism, it doesn't seem like they have a clue. Well, uh, at least fifty percent of the country doesn't. Yeah. You know, right now there's you know. Ten years ago, when socialism was brought up, democratic socialism was brought up a couple times, and yeah. you know, ten, and people would just laugh it off, like this is the most ridiculous thing, you know. Talk even the mention of socialism, mm -hmm. and um, and then we had our previous administration that kind of put a put the brakes on that, mm -hmm. and uh, now after this last crazy election. Uh, process that we went through and the administration we've got they've just gone they just like they've stomped their foot on the gas with this uh you know this radical radical left agenda yeah that uh, you know you could, you could kind of see it coming but would never guess that it would accelerate the way it is i remember when uh president trump won and everybody in Washington was agog. I mean, they couldn't believe that it happened. And uh, I remember, I never watched CNN, but I had to watch them since President Trump had won. And and uh, they kept beating it around. How could this happen? And one of the uh, ladies, I couldn't tell you her name, but she said, well, it's quite obvious what happened as far as we're concerned is that we did not go out and see what go across the country and see what people were really thinking at the time they had not been able to get into the minds of a lot of people before the election and uh, they said uh, it, it's too simple we didn't uh, basically what she was changing and she said we had not changed enough people's minds to to make it happen and uh, Washington, as you know, is a place where they feed off of each other. And that's why a lot of people would really like to see uh, things change as far as the limits that they could serve in Congress and the Senate and things like that. Well, the problem is they have to vote for that, and they don't want to vote themselves out. So, you know, that's been a that's been a sore subject for a long time, yeah. term limits. and. Boy, that would be a, that would be amazing if it could happen there 
but uh, yeah, but it's I, not going. I, I agree with you, but yeah, you know, you, you talk about uh, you know the last election, and you know, I didn't think didn't think that it could possibly you know, there were enough people to to swing things the way that it has happened, and mm -hmm. you know, follow following the the whole process, and you know, is successful, you know like or hate President Trump, you know, I got to, I got to backstep just a little bit, you know, talk, you know, being a, a pilot, I, I'm just the kind of person, like you said, I like, I like facts. Mm -hmm. I like figures. I like things to add up. I like to know I'm going to have enough gas to get to this point. Oh, yeah. I like to know how the airplane works. What happens if this breaks? What happens if this, you know, to be factual based, mm -hmm. And we have half, half of our country really is based on emotion. Yeah. You know, emotion. Pull, pull that emotion. You know, all these poor migrants, we've got to let them in. Mm -hmm. Oh, of course. We, you know, we have to take care of the migrants. We have to let them in. Um, black Lives Matter. Of course Black Lives Matter. You know, they use that term mm -hmm. to pull, you know, there's, when there's an agenda behind it. There's such a big agenda behind these things. Yeah. Uh, let's take a quick break. Ev evidently, they've got something they need to do right now, the, and I we'll be music. right back with them. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Family Staffing Solutions is proud of our local veterans. I'm Becky Bookner, and as life challenges appear, talk with Family Staffing Solutions about how we can help you stay at home. Call Family Staffing Solutions. Family Staffing Solutions. If you want to get some barbecue, I'll tell you how to do it. Head for the Slick Pig and you're into it. Just walk through the door at 1920 East Main and your nose will send a message right to your brain. Say, mmm, smells good. And barbecue. Slick Pig. We got ribs and beans. Got spicy wings. Slick Pig. A Murfreesboro tradition. 1920 East Main. Welcome back to Love League. It's time for Jack to meet our final contestant, April Games. April is a fun-seeking Aries who loves fresh flowers, afternoon showers, and winning. April, describe your perfect night. Well, Bob, I like to pick up some instant games, find my favorite lucky coin, and see where the night takes me. Oh, okay. Well, Jack, who will it be? Uh, yeah, I'm going to take April Games, Bob. It's hard not to pick a winner when you pick April Games. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Get ready to knock down some fun with new Multiplier Instant Games from the Tennessee Lottery. Four great games that can multiply your next win into big money. Play for a dollar, two dollars, five dollars, or ten dollars for your chance to win up to a million in cash. Pick up a Multiplier game today, and with a little luck, your cash could do some serious math. Multiplier games from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. Research shows that people remember radio ads with repetition. So to help you remember that Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need, here's a repetitive ad. <clears throat> okay. 
Research shows that people remember radio ads with repetition. So to help you remember, the Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Here's a repetitive ad. <sighs> only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Research shows that people remember radio ads with repetition. So to help you remember that Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need, here's a repetitive ad. <clears throat> okay. Research shows that people remember radio ads with repetition. So to help you remember that Liberty Mutual Insurance Company customizes your home insurance so you only pay for what you need, here's a repetitive ad. <sighs> only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Liberty, 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 Liberty. MTSU Arts, together with Ascend Federal Credit Union, presents the MTSU Dance Program's Spring Concert. Our talented students and faculty are working together on safely bringing this performance to the Tucker Theatre stage from April 22nd through April 24th. Visit mtsu.edu slash mtsuarts for more information on virtual showtimes. Visit mtsu.edu slash mtsuarts to learn more today. Now, an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. Murfreesboro detectives asking help identifying the person who's believed to have stolen a purse from a car. A small SUV broken into April 18th as it sat in the parking lot of the Stones River Greenway at the West College Street trailhead. Somebody shattered the passenger side window, reached inside, and grabbed the victim's purse. Inside were credit cards, a debit card, an iPhone 11, and the victim's driver's license. Surveillance videos obtained by Murfreesboro Police shows a woman using one of the stolen credit cards at a local business. Security pictures posted on our website, wgnsradio.com, as well as a contact person and number in case you recognize the suspects. An officer-involved shootings are on the rise in Tennessee. They've increased every year but one since 2015. There were 30 such shootings in Tennessee in 2015 and more than 50 last year. So far this year, there have been 20 officer-involved shootings in the state. Metro Nashville officials say they've identified a woman whose body was found Sunday in a parking lot near the Broadway Parkway overpass. Police say that woman was 44-year-old Pamela Paz from Smyrna. Her body was found Sunday morning in a parking lot on Pennington Ben Road and had signs of slight trauma to the face. The coroner says the cause of death appears to have been from strangulation. The National Weather Service says they're sending investigators to determine if a tornado touched down in Coffee County Monday. The Weather Service said that there were no reports of damages or injuries, and they will look at video footage taken by witnesses to gauge rotation and if the storm produced a funnel cloud. They say they should have a full determination in the next couple of days. News on demand 24-7 at WGNSRadio.com. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. Hi guys, this is Mike Vrabel, head coach of the Tennessee Titans. During these uncertain times, like you, I'm focused on keeping my family and myself safe and healthy. While many areas of our lives have been put on hold, health emergencies are still taking place. Don't wait to seek treatment for an emergency. ERs at Ascension St. Thomas Hospitals are open 24-7 and have strict safety precautions in place. I'm sharing this message with all of my Middle Tennessee neighbors. Don't wait to seek treatment for an emergency. Go straight to the ER. Need a break from the sound bites and the talking heads? Do you want information you can actually use? Information that'll change your life for the better? Then listen to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. 
Dell will show you how to retire in two to five years. Your age doesn't matter. Turn off the pundits and turn on the passive income. Tune in to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. The Dell Walmsley Radio Show, Monday through Saturday, 11 to noon, right here on News Radio WGNS. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good neighbor weather. We'll see a few spotty showers and thunderstorms early this afternoon with cloudy sky conditions and a high around 80. South winds at 10 to 15 miles per hour, gusting as high as 20. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 65. Classic kid movies are back this summer at Premier Six on Broad in Jackson Heights. $5 tickets include admission, drink, popcorn, and candy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes for classic kid movies all summer. The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. And welcome back with Ann's Wishing. And uh, we were uh, in, I cut you off in the middle of the conversation. I hate doing that. Uh, And uh, we were talking about how things like uh, educators and and, uh, people in in the um, news industry, how things have really changed over the years. You don't see it as much in this area but but um they are being bombarded with with what the uh um how the manner of uh, and the type of teaching that goes on in our classroom all the way up from beginning to uh, through the university area yeah yeah and and uh, it may be changing a, a lot faster uh still yeah um so yeah, talking about things on the you know national and federal level, I just feel like watching this last election cycle. Mm-hmm. You know, um, am I going to say the election was stolen? Was it rigged? Was it did you know was it falsely uh, did did Biden win? You know, legally, I don't want to say that, but uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's a hard one to. But kind of like that story, you know, if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck and smells like a duck, well, it's probably a duck. But, you know, it's hard hard to believe that that election went the way it did. And so that makes me feel like, and I think a lot of people felt like it was a gut punch after after that uh, election. You know, we had so many, if if, we're very short-sighted, but if we, you know, we can look back, you know, a year and a half ago where this country was i mean again you don't have to like trump but you know energy independent you know just check when you go to the gas pumps you know Mm -hmm. uh the inflation how about going and buying a two by four now you know you're going to pay about three times as much as you did you know two years ago Mm -hmm. you know the border issue which you hardly hear about in the mainstream media that is an absolute crisis that is is going to have huge impact on us for a long time. The mm-hmm. rewriting of negotiations with, uh, you know, the Paris Accord with uh, Iran and the nuclear agreement. I mean, we've, there's things have happened so fast, and I feel like a lot of us 
feel like, wow, what do we do now? What can we do? Yeah. Is it possible to change it? This is like almost like a landslide happening. And, you know, I, I've had a lot of time off because of uh, COVID and the airline situation. And um, I've, ha- I've had kind of an idea in the back of my mind for 10 or 12 years that, that at some point I feel like Christians are going to have to step up and start becoming active and standing up for our religious beliefs, religious rights, which go dovetails right along with our Constitution. Whether you want to believe it or not, we are a Christian nation. Yeah. And uh, if you don't, if you don't know that, I feel I feel bad for you. That's sad. Um, so I feel like I want to try and impact Middle Tennessee. I want to try and see, you know, try and do what we can do here and keep this a great place to live. You know, and I'd love to see that spread. I'd love to see, you know, Middle Tennessee just um, become come, become a stronger, become, get control of our school boards, control of our city and county um, governments and you know bring god back into the business place back into schools i mean it's not a coincidence that you know the issues that have been happening with um you know drugs depression uh suicides um you know the the rate of you know unwed uh, uh you know the children being born to single family housing and uh, single family parents and the things that have been going, you know, downhill so fast, and at the same time, Christianity, the level of Christianity in this country is is falling, you know, at the at the same pace. If you if you were to look at the numbers of the people that consider themselves Christians, and so you know, that's the root of the problem. You know, we've got lots of issues. You know, you know, oh, you know, gun issues, race issues, uh, you know, the abortion issues, on and on and on, but. Those are all just symptoms to the problem. The problem is families, the family structure, bringing God back into the household, into families. Um, so, until we get to, until we get back to those issues, we're not going to solve these other. You know, you're not going to, you're not going to make enough laws and regulations to, to, to change the, 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 the. The th- some of the things that are taking place so fast in this country, and it all co- it, a lot of it comes down to education. You know, I feel like there are things that we've just you, you just have to know. You know, you've, we're getting to a point where you got to know. Th- you know, it, who was it? He said Rush Limbaugh said, "It's easy to be liberal. You just have to say you I care. It's difficult to be conservative because you have to know." Yeah, you know, you have to know things. You know, liberals can say, "I care about the air. I care about the water. I care about the immigrants. I care about." You know, okay, well, so do we. But you got to know the facts. You got to know certain things. You know, you got to know that we are a Christian nation. You know, we we have to know our constitution a little bit and what our rights are. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, you're just going to get trampled on. You know, you just go back to the 
the First Amendment, which says, you know, there's not there's not a ch- such a thing as a separation of church and state. Okay, that's yeah. a that's a huge fallacy, which the government likes to use. That there's you know you can't the two shall not mix. You know, or cross over. You know, there's no such thing as. Do most people know there's no such thing as separation of church and state? That's not written anywhere in the Constitution. You won't find it anywhere. Um, you know, if you if you want to go to the First Amendment, it says that Congress shall make no law referencing an establishment of religion or the free exercise thereof. Mm-hmm. And as far as I know, there's no there's no asterisk there that says, uh, well. There's no asterisk there that says, um, well, in ca- this does not impl- apply if there's a virus that, you know, a bad virus to exercise your freedom of religion. Mm-hmm. They can't shut down churches. Uh, there's no asterisk there that there's, oh, if there's a virus, well, we can just we can just uh, forget about this First Amendment thing. That's that's not all that important. Well, no, it really is. Yeah. Um, so there's things like that. I mean, that, that's just one of so many things, you know, many things that we've, that I feel like people have to be able to know. Um, I've started an organization called Make a Difference Tennessee. Mm-hmm. The website is makeadifferencetn.com. Okay. And what I'm putting, I, I'm trying to get people, I want Christian conservatives that are concerned. And I know most of us are and most of us don't have time to be activists you know most conservatives are working have a family trying to raise you know pay the mortgage they don't have time to be out marching in the streets and going to every city council meeting and things like that so i'm trying to put a lot of things in one place where you you can get on my site register get updates see what's going on i'm right now working with another organization to stop stop this critical race theory they're trying to pass we're trying to get a bill through right now it has to be get through uh, the state uh, legislative process by the end of this week if you haven't heard of crit- critical race theory that's another whole issue which is really really scary be ready be be listening for this we cannot allow it into tennessee and the and their the federal government is got is working an angle where they can mandate it on the entire public school system, and it's all it's all race based. What, so, what exactly is that? Because I'm not I'm not really familiar. With okay, it. Uh, critical race theory is it hasn't been around all that long. It it rears its ugly head every once in a while. Um, it's the belief that our government, our country, was founded on a on a strictly uh, white supremacist platform. All of our documents were derived to benefit white supremacy, mm-hmm. and it it is just it, it's going to teach you know children from. It's a program that has already been instituted in the California uh, higher education system, mm-hmm. and this administration has looked at it and said, wow, this is great. We want to just, you know, mandate this on the entire public school system in the nation. And they're going to hold, withhold funding if you don't accept this uh, syllabus. 
And, and who, who's pushing this? Well, it's it's the uh, what it's, level it, of government? It, well, it? it's the it's the federal government, I guess, of uh, the Department of Education, mm-hmm. and it. It's like a lot of other things right now. They're throwing so much so fast that we're, you know, it's hard to hard to grasp what's going on, let alone defend it. Mm-hmm. And that's what's taking place right now is where they're trying to get a bill through in Tennessee that said we won't take this federal money. We're not going to accept this this mandated curriculum. That's how they've always pushed things that were not exactly accepted here in the state of Tennessee and maybe some of the other conservative states. Uh, and the the local uh, people, like the local school boards and, and, and things that you were talking about, it, it puts them in a precarious type situation. Oh, it does. Because you, you're going to lose uh, quite a bit of money, and it takes a lot of money to support education. And therefore votes. Yeah, we're talking about 80% of the the, the Local money actually goes into education, and a lot of people don't realize that. So it's 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 like a a, a storm that came through this morning. I, I mean, what are you going to do if everything gets out of hand? Yeah, it, it's pretty much that way. Once it yeah, it's it's you know, once that camel gets his nose in the tent, you know, it's hard to hard you know that's just it's hard to get it out. You know? Yeah, it's that once the toothpaste is out of the tube, it's hard to so. Um, Yes, I highly encourage people to go to the go to the website, take a look at it. Mm-hmm. So many people I talk to go, what can we do? So what, you know, kind of you throw your hands up. We have to become active, and we can make a difference. Um, I got the website up and running uh, maybe two months ago, and I've got a very high number of, uh, of people that have registered and have gotten involved and active. Mm-hmm. You'll find things on there, news like critical race theory, things that you don't find in our mainstream media. You're not going to hear it. Um, You might hear it on talk radio. Or if you go dig for this information, Mm -hmm. I'm going to have news information, news on on candidates that you can go, you know, when when any any type of local election comes up, you Mm -hmm. know, who these people are, what they are, what they stand for. Half the time you go into a voting booth and you just, you know, you eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Other, you know, the, if you don't, if you don't know all the other uh, agendas on the ballot. Yeah. So, just to open people's eyes and know what's going on, Christians need to become active, and if we do, we can have a huge amount of of sway as to how things go here. Over the last several years, I've seen, I've witnessed, um, like we all have, uh, the issue with the, with uh, Islam in the United States, mm-hmm. where they were having that was a big, big issue for quite a while, and may continue to be. Um, and then the LGBTQ plus whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, faction of this of the country, and Black Lives Matter, and I'm not putting down any one of these organizations by any means, okay? And and I actually look at them and I kind of give them credit. I say, wow, uh, Muslims make up less than three percent of the population in the United States. LGBTQ plus, you know, they say again three four percent of the population. Look at what they've been able to accomplish. Yeah, you know, look at the 
the the laws that they've gotten changed, the the policy that has been changed. Uh, Black Lives Matter. Again, I'm not putting it down. Of course, Black Lives Matter. All lives matter. That's just not what they stand for. You know, if you if you if you were to look just a little bit deeper, turn a couple more pages, you know, you peel the onion back. Black Lives Matter really doesn't have a lot to do with black lives. If these people were concerned about black lives, just let's go, you know, go to Chicago and see how many, you know, 40 some shot last weekend. You know, every every weekend there's, you know, nobody cares that those lives for some reason don't matter. You know, the I'm getting off on a tangent here, but uh, black abortion rate is far surpasses the abortion rate of any other ethnic ethnic whites or or, or asians or so it, 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 it black lives matter it that does not make sense what they're what they're doing but but they're having a huge impact yeah if blacks make up well, 13 let's say 15% of the population you know that 15% of them don't support blm you know it's probably down in the two or three percent, but look what they're getting away with. Yeah. Christians make up 50 percent or more of this country. It used to be uh, we've had the biggest drop in the last 10 years in our history of what is considered, you know, the people that consider themselves Christians. But say it's 50 percent. If we can get 25 percent of those people active and engaged, look what we can do. Yeah. We can get this. We we could get this city, county, state, and hopefully have it spread. And go, you know. Let's get back to what this country is and what it's supposed to be before before it falls off of this uh, socialist, communist cliff. So, you know, um, it, it, every time I get into a conversation about this particular subject, I think back when Khrushchev was uh, the the head man in in Russia and he uh he he told the media he says of course we were going through kind of still going through the cold war at that time and he said we will never attack militarily the United States there's there's too many everybody's got a gun or a weapon over there and it it's an armed camp but he said, "We will get you from the inside," and 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 that's not word for word, but oh, yeah, that's exactly yeah. what he said. And I start thinking about what is going on in this country right now, with people being placed against uh, other people, and and all the the things that um, change our history, go away from what's really happened in, in the history of this country, and I say. That's exactly what's happening right now. It is exactly they, they what's They got happening. everybody fighting against each uh-huh. other. And, and then you've got a media like uh, like the media in Russia um, pretty much going, uh, trying to erode the very fi- uh, fabrics of this country. Yeah. It, it's amazing what we've got going on right now. Yeah, it, it's been known for many, many years that the United States would never fall to another nation. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, you know, Russia... Um, Hirohito said we won't. They weren't going to attack the mainland of the United States. They they went they went after Hawaii. They they couldn't. They wouldn't dare go after you know attempt to attack the mainland of the United States. 
um, Lincoln said it back in the 1830s that that no one will ever be able to no one will ever be able to bring this country down. It can only come down from within. Yeah. And um, I love history, and it you know so I don't. Uh, it, uh, there was a there was a writer maybe you're familiar with Alexis de Tocqueville who wrote the book called um, Democracy in America. Mm-hmm. So he comes over to the United States shortly after the French Revolution. Our Constitution had been enacted for 50 years, which was considered a long time, and it yeah. still is 50 years. It's still considered a long time. Mm-hmm. And he came to the United States to study what made America so great, and. I mean, it was the biggest experiment in the history of humankind to form our government. You know, mm-hmm. and we take it for granted, yeah. but we can't, we can't take this for granted. Um, he came over, and he it, it, it's a several-volume book, and uh, it's very, very interesting to read about what de Tocqueville found. He found a lot of things that he wasn't expecting to, but he said, even even greater than their drive and their strive for liberty is their pursuit for equality. Mm-hmm. Okay, and now what's a big issue right now? Equality, and they also, they're really using the term equity more. Yeah. You know, that we don't have equality in this country. We have to help, we have to give reparations or raise this group of people up or raise that group of people up. Well, that's, that's exactly what we don't want to do. De Tocqueville said, they strive for equality here because if they can have equality, there's no division. We don't have a class system like you and I were kind of talking about. We don't have that class system. Do we have wealthier people? Yes, but we have people farther down the totem pole that would look at the wealthier people and say, I want to do that. That's where I want to go. How do I get there? I can get there. We didn't hate. You know, there, there wasn't the, the, this hate and division for other people like that in this country because we always it, we have the opportunity to get there. Like, they don't have that opportunity in Cuba or Venezuela, uh, you know. And is are we smarter or better? No. Were our founders smarter and better than founders of most other countries? Yes, yes. they were. Yeah. Were were they, you know, were they perfect? No. Was Martin Luther King perfect? No. Thomas Jefferson perfect? No. George Washington perfect? No. There was one perfect person, and and we nailed him to a cross. Yeah. Um, so we have to realize that we do have a history. There are some there are some scabs and bumps along the way. But we've done things to change that, and we're going the we're going the right direction, you know. Um, so I, I feel like it, it, education, you know, if we can just educate people a little bit mm-hmm. to go, okay, we're we're not a racist country. Yeah. Don't let them sell that to you. Are there racists in this country? Of course there are. Um, are there are there bad cops in this country? Of course there are. They're mostly good. You know, we have to realize they're 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 mostly mostly good. You know, cops, and we have to support the police, and we do a great job of it here in Middle Tennessee. I'm really 
I mean, we, we really do support. It's almost like the media wants law enforcement just completely out of the scene. Yeah. Period. Yeah. And, and, and it really doesn't make any sense at all. And there are so many factors into what you're saying. Uh, uh, it, it, it would take... It would take months and months to go through every negative thing that's happened in this country in the last 30 years or or so, or how, how it's it's been able to uh, travel the untraveled road. And I am, uh, uh, you remember when NAFTA started? Uh, oh yeah. Most people realize that that was attack on the middle class, and it was going to take a lot of jobs out of here. And even our um, congressman, uh, he, he he talked to me in in my office back to, during those days, and he he promised me he would vote against it. Well, he didn't. Well, it, there is a strong union in Washington D.C. that controls almost everything. And if you want to look for elitist groups, look in Washington, look at Hollywood, and all these. People, they have no interest in in in, in uh, America except for what it gives back to them, and 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 it seems like it just goes uh, unspoken. And you uh, you were mentioning uh, uh, Churchill, but you were also mentioning um, you know some comparisons with with Churchill and what's gone on. And um, a lot of people did not like Trump because of the way he spoke out, and 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 uh, um, he, he was pretty hard line. But when you fight a, 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 an unbreakable force like what's been going on in Washington for a pretty good while right now, you have to do things that are out of the ordinary. Yeah. Because, I mean, we've seen what's happened in, in law enforcement in Washington that I never thought I would ever see in my yeah. lifetime or even my grandkids' yeah. lifetimes. And it, it's a scary thing. It really is. And I don't mean to speak out and just just scare people about uh, what's happening. It's one of those things that um, you can see if you want to um get the real truth out of what's happening you, you can see well some of that. yeah i hate to say it but people need to be a little bit scared right now yeah. we need to realize uh, the, the situation that we're in mm -hmm. um yeah it, I, I feel like they're I, i'm a huge fan of uh, winston churchill and uh, it, it's funny you bring up Ch churchill and trump and mm -hmm. I find a, a lot of parallels there. Um, you know, the, the, the things that were taking place in Europe at the time that uh, uh, the Prime Minister Chamberlain w was before Churchill. Mm -hmm. You know, I liken him to uh, kind of an Obama type. You know, very left, very liberal, big government, small military. Um, you know, meanwhile. Uh, the Nazis are steamrolling the entire Western Europe, yeah. and they're sitting there like, you know, with their heads in the sand, it'll never happen here, it'll never happen here, and um, next thing you know, they're sitting across the English Channel, uh, ready to invade 
you know, England. And finally, Churchill made enough noise, and he was considered a radical, um, arrogant, extremist, conservative, who actually changed from the Democratic Party, kind of like Trump did. Mm-hmm. So they're saying this guy flip-flops. He's not a real conservative, kind of like Trump. Um, and he's a big blowhard and yells a lot and says a lot. Well, people started to listen to him. And and they basically forced Chamberlain to resign and, and appoint. The king basically appointed uh, Churchill and said, okay, basically we're done. We're sunk. They realized where they were. You yeah. go ahead and give it a shot. See what you can do. And, you know, the rest is history. He saved Western civilization. And um, how, how did he get treated for that? You know, he basically was impeached after the war. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. You know, so he was the right man for the right time. And I feel that Trump was the right guy for the right time. Very similar parallels. Um, I think he opened a lot of eyes open a lot of eyes to the corruption, the depth of the corruption. He talked about the swamp. We had no idea how deep the swamp was. Yeah. You know, he talked about fake news, and everybody laughed about that. Fake news, that's putting it so lightly. Yeah. The, uh, the news media is an absolute propaganda arm of the left. It's, it's just, I can't even turn it, it. It's painful to walk through the airport and see CNN on. Yeah. You know, it's sad to think that this is what they're feeding people. And that's what most people get. So, you know, we have to educate ourselves a little bit. You know, we have we have to take it upon ourselves a little bit and educate yeah. us on uh, ourselves on what's going on, and to try and do what we can to 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 save our communities and save you know. Think, uh, yeah. think of what Churchill not only did for Europe and in England, what he did for us because oh. he was able to stall. The, the United States getting into the war itself to give us time for our production to get started uh, on our military and, and all the things that we would uh, need to be, to uh, up our strength, which we were going to have to. And support them. We yeah. sent a lot of, we ended up sending a lot of supplies and, and, and munitions to before we got actually got in the, you know, yeah, physically. And, and of course, Churchill was begging for help. Oh my gosh, you know, it took a long time. It took a long time for uh, Roosevelt to get on board with him. But finally, yeah, thankfully, uh, things worked out the way they did. Um, there's a famous quote of uh, Churchill's that I love. That I think it really pertains uh, to kind of our situation, what's going on. It, it had to do with the, the Battle of Britain. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Battle of Britain uh, in in 1940 was basically a time period where it was a turning point. It was a turning point of the war for Britain, mm-hmm. kind of like Midway was for us on the Pacific. But um, the Luftwaffe was throwing everything they could uh, at, at Britain, bombing them day and night. Mm-hmm. And the, the RAF, uh, they didn't think was close to the force that could could hold off the, you know, the, the German Luftwaffe. And, and the, what these guys did, how they fought, how they battled, how they flew around the clock. I mean, it, it's an amazing story, the Battle yeah. of Britain. But once it was over and uh, you could see the tide turn, Churchill, uh, don't, uh, this may not be exactly correct, but it was something like never in the course of human conflict have so many owed so much to so few. 
Yeah. And I like to think that's how how it could be in, in the United States at this time. It doesn't take a lot of people. It doesn't take a lot of people. It doesn't take a huge, massive, like like I was saying with some of these other organizations, they're small, they're tiny percentages that have a huge impact. We can do that if 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 Christian conservatives can 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 come together and form a platform and have a voice and say no, we're not going we're not going we're not going any farther left. We want to go back. We we want we don't want a new normal. Yeah. You know this term that they're using, new normal. We don't want a new normal. So I. I and I've done some studying of local voting records over the past several, the past several years. Mm-hmm. So many elections. I mean, this is a town of I don't know what is it, 120,000 now. Something you know, like in the county bigger. So uh, you look at these elections, and I'm just amazed at the small number of people that vote. First of all, percentage-wise, it's that tiny percentage that vote. Some of these elections are are won by. Hundreds of just hundreds of people, you know, hundreds of votes make it. Well, that's mostly the local people here. Yeah, we, exactly. Where if we can get, you know, well, get, when you get, get into a few the more presidential races, then it, the uh, amount of percentages goes up quite a bit. Well, it, it certainly did for this last election. Yeah. It was, yeah, the numbers were very high. But we don't need a lot of people to sway to get a bunch of conservatives on the school boards. Yeah. We don't need a lot of people. Just if Christians would get out and vote the way that and know what they're voting for, we can have we can have a huge impact on Middle Tennessee. And I think we have to, you know, it's something that we just have to do at this time, or or we're gonna we're just gonna go down the slippery slope. Like, uh, you know, we can't just keep our blinders on anymore. If if you look at not only what uh, Churchill was able to do with his military and all the other things that were involved. Think about the bombing of London when it was going on. The people would would go to their shelters and and then when they would come out, there were a lot of damage was done to pretty much all of England at the time, London, and they were they were afraid that it, it, they were just going to completely capitulate. Yeah. Well, they didn't. They would get up the next day, go into their regular work, and then uh, after all of that was done, it they never changed what their uh, particular situation was. They would keep on going. Churchill got the people to have a new focus, a new belief in who they are and who that they and who they were and where they were going to go, and they were not going to capitulate. Yeah, like you said, you know, they come out. It, Churchill would look out and say the rubble is bouncing. You know how bad is the bombing? The rubble is bouncing. You know. Now give your website again, because I've got I've got okay. a little thing here going. At, we've pretty much run out of time. Make but. it okay. The website is makeadifferencetn.com. Mm-hmm. Facebook page is makeadifferencetn. Mm-hmm. Now, um, is there a number that they? A lot of old people like me, we don't do all that stuff. What about someone they can t- contact by phone? Yeah, I don't have any kind of, I don't have a number listed. Um, 
Yeah, really have to get on have to get on the website, have to get on Facebook as much as I don't I, I, I don't well, like Facebook. Well, I guess us old people, we we've usually got kids or grandkids that that uh, that they could. And so give give that uh, again. Okay, for, make, make a difference. Tn all one word. Dot mm-hmm. com. Okay, make a difference. Tn dot com. That's the website. Mm-hmm. Facebook page is Make a Difference TN. Okay. And there will be, you'll have option opportunities on there to send messages easily off to your representatives um, to, to find out information on what's taking place at a you know, school board or county commission meeting or things that you need to get to or be active or involved in. And you won't find this information in other places. It's difficult to pull it all together, and that's yeah. what I'm trying to do is put a lot of information at your fingertips. Okay. What's going on and impactful, impactful things that are taking place that I feel Christian conservatives should be concerned with. Yeah. You know. Well, I've I have thoroughly enjoyed, and I am uh, proud to talk to you this morning because you put out. A message that needs to be heard, and um, I don't know how in the world those messages could be traveling in New York City or uh, uh, Minneapolis or or in Oregon and Washington or California. Um, there's a lot of strength in those particular areas that really gives the liberal side a, a a big motor to continue doing what they are able to do yeah and, and that's going to be uh, really the difficult part to be able to get involved in i do want to uh stress truman that i'm not I, i'm not radical i don't feel like we need to tear down the school boards and yeah. or, or our county commissions or city uh council we have great people in place, so mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not saying we gotta do this. We gotta change overhaul things. We we're lucky. We're blessed. We have yeah. wonderful people. I th- I think representing us. We've got to keep it that way and strengthen it and give them support down the road. Yeah, and and make sure that you know with this the one good thing that came out of this stupid virus and everybody being scared to death was that parents got a chance to see what is being taught to their children. And they were able to work with them and and see what the particular message that was coming from Washington, you might say, a a lot of it was that they were teaching our kids. And and, uh, I'd like to have you back on again. I think that I, I thoroughly enjoyed the message that you were giving out, and and I think it, it's a it's a positive thing to get people uh, really actively involved and 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 educated as to what's happening in our country. At least give them a chance to uh, um, make a know. difference. Oh, they can make a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it really can. Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate it. I thank you very much for the opportunity. Oh, I enjoyed it, Ans. Ans. Ants. Ants. Ants, yeah. Ants. Or anything close. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. All right, guys, we'll see you in the morning.